first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Tia Sermons. And today we will be talking with Joshua Dela Cruz from Blues, Clues, and You, Dylan, Jack, Evelyn, Sally, Catherine, Eric, and Nick from Quarantines, Think Like a Dog, and Juan Pablo de Pase from Fuller House. First, let's hear from Natalia, who will be interviewing Joshua Dela Cruz from Blues, Clues, and You. Hello, I'm Natalia Jackson, reporting from Kids First, and today I have the pleasure to catch up with Joshua Dela Cruz. Filipino American actor, musician, and singer. He plays a fictional version of himself as the new host of the reboot series Loose Clues and You, as the third main man of the franchise. Now, Nickelodeon's hit interactive preschool series will skidoo onto DVD on June 2nd for the first time ever. How exciting! First and foremost, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's crazy times, but because I work in Toronto six months out of the year, uh, I don't get to spend as much family time as I want. So uh, the silver lining in all of this is that I'm able to reconnect and spend quality time with my wife and our dog all together as a family unit. So, um, you know, I'm so thankful for everybody out there, for all the, our first responders and our frontline workers and, and delivery people that are making, keeping the country going so that we can stay home. So uh, I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. I agree with you. Um, I think I've spent more time with my family than ever. But mm-hmm. yes, I also thank all the frontline workers who are putting their determination and keeping us safe. And yeah. staying home does save lives. So yeah. I'm goal every single day. Well, oh, first you. most, you were introduced to theater by your older sister, correct? Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, um, I heard you were in the eighth grade and after consistent training at the Paper Mill Playhouse, which is based in actually your hometown of Milburn, New Jersey, you went on to start on Broadway. Oh my gosh, and The King and I and then Aladdin. I mean, you wanted to do something with the gifts and skills that you've learned along the way, but you stated you didn't really know what you wanted. When did you realize that your passion for theater would lead you in a different direction? Um, you know, it, it, it wasn't until I was in, uh, it was, I was in Aladdin on Broadway and I'd been with the show for almost five years at that point. And, um, what was strange was that I loved my job five years later. I love, you know, doing the show eight times a week, uh, so almost, uh, every day of the year. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I loved singing. I, I loved doing the show. I loved being with the, my cast and, and the crew. Like we're a family there and I, I couldn't be happier, but there was still something tugging at me that I wanted something more. And it wasn't until like the audition for Blue's Clues that everything started to kind of come together. Like, Oh, you, the, you want to help people and you want to keep singing and dancing and, um, up until that point, I didn't know how to bridge those two things together. And Blue's Clues was the perfect outlet for me to do that. And um, after every callback, it, it, just, it, it just solidified uh, more and more to me that this is what I wanted to do. And then the Mr. Rogers documentary came out, who was who I watched growing up. And that was what really sold it to me. I was like, oh, this is the thing. And this is what I want. And I, 
I'm so happy that it, it worked out in my favor. <laughs> wow. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions, and today we're talking with the cast and crew of Blue's Clues and You, Think Like a Dog, Quarantines, and Fuller House. And right now we're listening to Natalia's interview with Joshua Dela Cruz from Blue's Clues and You. I have to say, one of my favorite things about Blue's Clues and You is you really engage with the viewers, making them feel like they're a part of the show, directing mostly, mainly, all the questions to them. And I think yeah. that's why they love the show so much, is because you connect with them in a different way that other shows don't. So mm-hmm. I'd say that's one of my favorite parts about it. It's pretty cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Natalia. Yeah. Uh, along with that, during the filming process, you're accommodated to like a green screen and you stated in one of your previous interviews, if you're lucky enough, you'll get like a little box to where typically blue would stand, which is, which is pretty cool actually. And I was kind of wondering, how are you able to connect with the different characters such as blue since they're really all animated? What helps you visualize how the scene plays out? Yeah, well, you know, that's a great question because it's true. I, 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 if I'm lucky, I'll get a tennis ball or a piece of tape or if I'm holding Mr. Salt, Mrs. Pepper, there'll be a little tracking marker that sits on my hand. But it's all imagination. And um, once you get the eyelines right, there's an amazing team behind the camera that's making sure that I'm looking in the right place, that I'm, I, I'm leaving enough time for the animation to go over my head and then land on my hand. Um, but beyond that, you know, as kids, when we were kids, I, all that we had were our imaginations. So I would, and I was an only boy. I'm sandwiched between two girls, so I was using my imagination a lot to, to uh, you know, just to play off by myself into an imaginary world. And as we grow older, we we start to lose touch with that vibrant imagination that we had as kids. And when I started studying acting and went back into school, it, it re-energized that, that imagination and really caused me to, to start thinking of like, oh, what, what else is possible? And so uh, getting this show again is just another checkpoint in my life to uh, re-energize that imagination that has always kind of been brewing inside and exercise it and make it stronger. And so this show has given me another opportunity to do that, which is amazing because, you know, <laughs> your, your mind is constantly working and is constantly being refreshed and staying young. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Wow. I mean, what I didn't know is all the little things that go into this. I mean, you were explaining, you have to go over your head, managing time, little yeah. marks. There's a lot of things that go into it. So, wow, that's yeah. pretty crazy, actually. And yeah. one thing I wanted to know is, one thing I think is amazing is that you were the first Asian American playing the host. I mean, this is inspiring, especially to the new generation of kids watching Blue's Clues and You, as well as those Asian Americans who will see themselves in this character. I, I yeah. read that. I read that online, at least half of all stories across TV, movies, and streaming fail to portray one speaking or named Asian or Asian American on screen. Do you feel any added pressure knowing that you're breaking a new barrier in this role? You know, that's such a great question and so beautifully put. I I, I do feel the responsibility, but um, that to always be my best self as, as much as I can be, because we're all human, right? And um, I, I recognize the responsibility of this role that now people are going to be looking at you outside of this show. And it's like, well, is this person the, the same when he's out there? Or is he, you know, a mean person? Um, which I'm not. 
But again, we all get frustrated in our day-to-day life. But this has been such an amazing responsibility because it starts getting me to think, to, to practice the things that I preach on the show uh, or that I teach on the show is, is that to lead with kindness and to be curious and to be empathetic and um, not to forget that. So now that I know that I have this responsibility of the show, I've actually, because I've been practicing these things out in the real world, um, it's been helping me just be overall in a better mood. Uh, I'm not carrying a a frustration or anger with me um, as nearly as much as I would be if I weren't thinking about, you know, you have to uh, remember how you act on a day-to-day basis is very important. And, you know, uh, the more you practice it, the stronger you'll be at at being that kind person. And um, I think that this is incredibly important for um, for anyone, not just uh, Asian Americans growing up watching this show. If you don't see yourself represented on screen or in a, a CEO position or a doctor or anywhere in, uh, in something that you love, there is no reason that you can't be that person to open the door for everyone else. And people open the door before me so that I could walk through. And I'm so thankful for that. And anything is possible. Just, you know, keep being kind, um, practice your curiosity and practice your kindness. Kindness takes practice, practice and patience. So be patient with yourself and try to be patient with everyone else. <laughs> Wow, that is that is so inspiring. Thank you for that inspiring message. Now, um, we have to wrap up a little bit, but I just want to say thank you so much. Remember, I'm Natalie Jackson, reporting from Kids First, and I have just interviewed Joshua Della Cruz, the new host of the Reboot series, Lose Clues and You. And just to remind everyone, stay tuned because the DVD is coming out on June 2nd exclusively at Walmart. I am so pumped. I know all of you Blues Clues and You fans are. So make sure to check this out and other interviews on the YouTube, our weekly podcast, and website. Remember, I'm Natalia Jackson once again. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Natalia. Bye. Bye. Let's take a break. I'm Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Magic School Bus Blast Off. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. 
We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Tiana, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with Joshua Dela Cruz from Blues, Clues, and You. Next, we will be listening to Candence's review, Think Like a Dog. Kane Scraper reporting from Kids First. Today, I'll be reviewing Think Like a Dog. I like this film because it has an, an interesting story about a boy named Oliver, Gabriel Bateman, who can suddenly hear everything his dog is saying. It's funny to hear what his dog, Henry, has to say. I always wonder what dogs think, so it is fun to find out what Oliver's dog has to say to him. I like everything about this film. The storyline follows Oliver, working on a science fair project. His friend from China, Ni Hao, Ming Hao Hu, gives Oliver an upgrade for a science project. And the next day, Oliver can hear everything his dog Henry is saying. Henry helps Oliver deal with his family. His parents, Lucas Josh Namal and Ellen Megan Fox, are thinking of splitting up and selling their house, and Oliver doesn't know about this until Henry tells him and he confronts his parents. There's a bit of a twist when it comes to Mr. Mills, Canel Nayar, who judges the science fair. He turns out to be totally different than what I originally thought. He wants to be the most famous scientist in the world, but you have to watch the film to see if he's successful and why either Henry and Oliver save the day. The characters in this film are super funny. The actors really portray their characters well. Oliver, Gabriel Bateman, plays a very believable, smart, but shy guy. And Henry, his furry friend, a dog, is probably the funniest character in the movie. I wish he was my pet. The camera work by Gills Nutchins is flawless. It really feels as if you're in the same room as the characters. My favorite part is when Oliver asks a girl named Sophie, Madison Horcher, to the school dance. I won't give away whether or not she says yes, but it's kind of cute how nervous Oliver appears and how much he needs his dog to help him get the courage to ask her. The message of the film is to trust yourself and your dog's instincts. Your dog might know what's best for you more than you do and can make you a happier person. I don't have a dog yet, but I'm always begging my mom for one. I give Think Like a Dog 5 out of 5 stars and recommend it for ages 8 to 17 plus adults. This film premieres on digital, on demand, Blu-ray, and DVD June 9th to 2020. I'm Kane Scraper reporting from Kids First. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another review. Let's take a break. I'm Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Magic School Bus. Blast off! (laughs) 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Tiana, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with some special guests from Blues, Clues, and You, and Think Like a Dog. Next, we'll be listening to Celine's interview with Dylan, Jack, Evelyn, Sally, Catherine, Eric, and Nick from Quarantines. This is Celine Weiss reporting for Kids First, and today... I'm talking with the cast of the new series, The Quarantines, a show about the life as a teen in quarantine, inspired by the challenging times of COVID-19. This series brings some light and laughter into the struggle of life during a global pandemic. Come on, let's get started. First, we're talking to Jack Carrera. Hi. Who initially thought of the idea for The Quarantines? Um, initially, it was me and my mom. We started off as a kind of parody to like, you know, the intro to Fuller House and Full House. It was supposed to be like a parody to that. And, and so when we did it, it was just supposed to be for fun. And so it kind of started off there. Okay. How did you get involved with the show? So after we did the whole parody thing, uh, a lot of people were asking a lot of like the cast that was a part of it, if we were going to branch it off to do more. And so we were like, Actually, this sounds like a really good idea. So we started writing scripts. We asked the cast if they wanted to write scripts for some episodes. And then it just became this huge thing. And yeah, that's how quarantine started. Now over to Joshua Packard. Did any of the cast know each other before working on this project? Well, Jack and I knew each other um, for four years now at my first acting job. Um, The rest of us just knew each other on Instagram until... um, Jose came up with the idea to create this amazing idea for quarantines, and then she just brought us all, brought us all together. Okay, cool. 
Let's talk with Catherine Cuito. You are both a writer and one of the actors in the show. What do you enjoy most, writing or acting in the quarantines? Well, when I was writing, I wrote with Nick, and it was very fun. It was a very fun experience. Me and him had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but personally, I find acting way more fun because I like getting the scripts and just being completely surprised on what happens. Yeah, definitely. I understand you write your own music. Are any of the piano pieces you've played on the show yours? Or will we hear some of your music in upcoming episodes? Uh, yes. I actually, I do write all my, my own music. I'm actually a singer-songwriter, and so far as an artist, none of my original music has appeared on the show yet, but that's mm -hmm. only for season one. So season two or upcoming episodes, all I can say is stay tuned. No? Okay, great. Next is Sway Batia. Did you get out of being part, what did you get out of being part of the cast of The Quarantines? Um, I think it was a great opportunity to um, make new friends too. I know a lot of us know each other from Instagram, but um, a few of us know through like Broadway stuff too and off-Broadway productions and stuff like that. So it was a great friend thing and I know quarantine has been pretty boring for a lot of people besides school, but I can't count that because I don't find that very fun. And, you know, I think it was really fun to, you know, be able to do a show at home. And it was, it was a really great experience. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we are talking with the cast and crew of Blues, Clues, and You, Think Like a Dog, Quarantines, and Fuller House. And right now we are listening to Celine's interview with Dylan, Jack, Evelyn, Sally, Catherine, Eric, and Nick from Quarantines. Dylan Duff is up next. What is it like to work together as a group, but remotely so you don't get to play off the reactions of other people in person? Well, it's, it's really different from like what I think most of us are used to, but I think it's pretty cool because a lot of us, you know, as people have said, we know each other on Instagram or something like that, but like personally, I haven't met a lot of the cast in person. I've seen them around like award shows and things, but I haven't really like met them. So it's kind of interesting to be doing like a show with a bunch of people that I've never really been in the same room with. It's a new experience yeah. for sure. Let's talk with Catherine Papas. What are you doing in quarantine? Any favorite movies or show you want to share with us? Uh, yeah, actually, um, my whole family and I, we binge watch Since Chits Creek every night. It's so much fun. I love that show. Oh, great. Um, I've been um, re-watching like, old classic movies like Legally Blonde and The Wizard of Oz and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, walking my dog with my brother. We walk like, like four or five miles a day because there's nothing else to do. And, of course, filming. A lot of fun. Yeah, obviously. Let's tune in with GJ Wow style. What's the thing you are looking forward to doing most once the quarantine is over, other than DJing for a fabulous event? Thank you. Um, DJing, obviously, but also visiting family and friends. My family has always been an amazing rock and always super supportive of anything I want to do as long as I'm happy. And my friends are the craziest, weirdest, and kindest people you'll ever meet. So I'm yes. really excited to see both. Okay. And now let's hear from Eric Schwitt. Great interview questions on episode four. What do you hope audiences will take away from the show? 
I want audiences that that watch the show. I want them to get um, a sort of sense of normalcy when watching the show because we are just teens at the end of the day. And even though we're all actors, um, in like in the heart of it, we're all just trying to have like a sort of pseudo normal life. So I want people to watch this and understand that you know when they're doing all these like when we're doing all these things on like the show that that is kind of our new normal. And I want people to you know be cool with that and you know get to experience what we're experiencing yeah definitely getting back to jack carrera what's ahead for season two and when will it be available okay so without going into you know crazy spoilers or anything like nick said stay tuned for season two uh we are going to be hopefully fingers crossed writing the scripts in july filming in june or no, switch that around. Writing the scripts in June, filming in July, and then the episode should be out in August. And then also, big announcement, this is the first time anyone publicly is hearing this, but we are going to begin writing a movie for quarantines. So. Hey, great. Can't wait. That's it for now. Thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm a big fan of your show, and I hope that followers will take time to check it out if they haven't done so already. I'm Celine reporting for Kids First. Let's take a break. I'm Tiana from Delaware, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Magic School Bus. Blast off. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Tiana, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with the cast and crew from Blues, Clues, and You, Think Like a Dog, and Quarantines. Next, we will be listening to Zoe's interview with Juan Pablo DePasse from Fuller House. 
Hi everyone, I'm Zoe Canella, reporting for Kids First and Zoe the Movies, and today I can talk to Juan Pablo de Pache, and I'm so excited. So, how are you? I'm good, Zoe. How are you doing? I'm good. Okay, so before we start this interview, what would you want me to call you? Juanpi, Juan Pablo, Juan, <laughs> Fernando, Fernando Guerrero. So many names. <laughs> Actually, Juanpi sounds great because that's what my family call me. <laughs> okay, Juanpi it is. Great. So, from the minute Fernando stepped on the screen, I fell in love with him. His character is simpático, es cómico y todo. Um, so how did you bring your own Latino spice into your own character? Well, when I when I auditioned for the for the part, um, I had a talk with Jeff Franklin, who created also Full House. So he created Full House and Fuller House. And I remember we were talking about this because he's like, well, I think I want him to be Colombian, but let's try different things. And I said, well, I'm from Argentina, so if, if, if you make him Argentinian, I can probably bring some more elements of humor because I know them. And so I brought in the mate and the football, you know, and, and different things about my culture. Um, and then in terms of like the accent was born because we tried with a funny accent, without a funny accent, and everyone loved uh, when Fernando talk like this, you know, Fernando has a very, very strong accent. I love it. It's great, yeah. But I'm giving the people what they want. Yeah, I, I actually grew up watching Full House on Nickelodeon all the time. And then I was so excited when Fuller House came out. It was great. And I'm so sad that we're talking about the season finale, but this has been a huge hit. And I love this so much. How was it filming? Because like I wanted to go to the Warner Brothers to see Tu Filmando Con Todo El Cast. So how was it actually filming there? It was like, how was the experience? It was great. It was wonderful because we were filming, you know what? We were filming in, on stage 24, which is the exact same stage where they filmed Full House 30 years ago. That's so special. Yeah, and then it was also the same stage where they filmed Friends. So it was a massive, like historical place and um, it was lovely to be to go to work on Warner Brothers it's it's like old Hollywood you know whatever you you imagine that that is like a studio set that's Warner Brothers so so it was magical to 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 go every morning every morning I would drive through the gate and the thing would go up and it was beautiful beautiful place to work yeah I did the Warner Brothers tour and I like I saw the gate and everything and I I think I went inside stage one, I'm not sure, but I saw like the house and everything. It was so great to see it. They can't imagine what it was for you. Um, yeah, that was really lovely, really great experience. And I love those people. Um, all the actors on the show are so wonderful and so welcoming because, you know, they know each other from mm -hmm. before. They're, they've been friends forever. So for me to come into this already existing family, um, and to be treated like, like another family member was, was, was awesome. You are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we are talking with the cast and crew of Blues, Clues, and You, Think Like a Dog, Quarantines, and Fuller House. And right now we're listening to Zoe's interview with Juan Pablo DiPase from Fuller House. How has your, ch like, your life changed after playing Fernando? I mean, playing Fernando was like a was a, was a gift um, because it just 
obviously made me more connected to to younger younger people uh, who love the show and their moms and their grandparents. That's the beauty of Fuller House is that you can watch it with your family. What, what are you guys doing here? I live here. It's been it's been really really lovely to connect with different generations. I love watching the show. It always, even though I've watched it probably one thousand times by now, it always <laughs> it's great. I mean, I just I it never gets old, honestly. And I love Fernando's special moments, like um, Ricky Ricardo when he's playing with Lucy. Oh, Ricky. Oh, Lucy. And also, I actually I never knew about Ricky Martin, but living la vida loca. I love that. Um, Episode. So, it was so much fun. So how was it? I know that was fun. Yeah, because we, I basically just had to mimic what he was doing. <laughs> and and on that episode, I remember we got really wonderful choreographers from, I think from J Lo actually. Uh, yeah. So so that work that like all the dance that you see was actually choreographed by by um, by J Lo's choreographer. Yeah, and you're a great dancer, and you also sing, and you're, that's a whole triple threat. So, how is it balancing all of these different things? And you did a lot of that in Fuller House. I mean, I always saw you like in Club Euphoria when I first saw you. You were that's dancing. That's right. That's right. Oh, you know. Oh, you know your episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I every time I can sing and dance, I'm happy. Uh, so when when I when they were aware that I'm a singer dancer then the writers were like okay where can we put Juan Pablo in a situation where he can sing or dance and that was like a, a consistent thing every every season so so Fernando has really just kind of made me use all of my toolbox uh, so it's it's good it's 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 it just makes me happy to play him because um, there's so many aspects of him that people yeah. get to see. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been wild. That's great. And I know that you are also a board member of Project Angel Food and you're feeding people um, that have been impacted by serious illnesses. Mm -hmm. Coronavirus has really showed us the importance of health. So tell me about the project. So Project Angel Food was created in the 80s with the whole HIV AIDS pandemic uh, uh, epidemic and uh, basically it was geared toward people who couldn't, you know, who, who had even trouble feeding themselves and, and going to buy food. So, so it brings people free food uh, who are below the poverty line and who, are, who have serious health conditions, diabetes, heart disease, lung disease. Uh, HIV AIDS and uh, it's a way for the community to feel uh, you know for these people who also have certain dietary issues so the food that we deliver is, is actually medically sort of geared food towards whatever their uh, issues are so diabetics get a different diet that people with heart disease etc so um, so yeah it's for free um, we give I think 1,700 meals a week Wow uh, in the LA County yeah and uh, it's based on donations it's based on volunteers so it's um, it's good food is the most basic human right uh, so it is an important organization because it's literally just giving people 
the most important basic need, people who really need it. And sometimes we have people who are grandparents or parents and they have their own children. And uh, we also, when that is the case, because most people give the food to their children, and that is the case, we not only send food for the patients, but also for their families. Um, so, yeah, thank you for, for talking about it, because it's very dear to my heart. Um, that's awesome that you get to do that. And yo estoy toda contenta que yo estoy hablando contigo. I had such a fun time. Thank you so much. So, gracias. I'm so excited for the final season. There's going to be three weddings. That's so cool. Yes, three weddings, nine episodes coming up. It's, it's, it's going to be explosive. Thank you so much, Zoe. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, KidsWorld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Magic School Bus Blast Off. I'm Tian Sermons from Delaware. Goodbye. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.